0: Bastion for the Metal Gods Meltdown This evening I am joined by Russell Gilbert from Uriah Heap The drummer, the nutter, the idiot (laughs) (laughs) Loving your new album Chaos and Colour It's It's the band's 25th album What keeps you guys going so strong and relevant In these crazy days
1: Well I think you know I mean Uriah Heap has never stopped Even though we've had a few different members Over the years with various uh, reasons, but, um, you know, it's the music, the connection from, uh, the band with the fans. So therefore, you keep on writing new music and touring, uh, 64 countries all the time, year in, year out. And before you know where you are, you're 50 odd years down the line, which is what we are. So it's really creating, writing great music. That has a connection with our fans and the fans keep buying it and want to see us play so we just to keep the cycle going
0: so chaos and color is an apt title for what's been happening over the last few years with lockdowns etc i'm guessing a lot of inspiration has come from those crazy days
1: well yeah a little bit actually i'm not not a hell of a lot what just happened was it's the first time ever that because of the lockdown situation and everything that was going on, everyone was forced to just get their heads down and do some writing, and um, which isn't the, the 100% um, usual way in which uh, HEAP operates. But um, in this situation, we had no choice. Our heads went down. Loads of ideas were written, brought to the table, and the result was chaos and colour. But the uh, depressive time that we were in... Um, which was very depressive being a touring band that earns their money playing in front of fantastic people all over the world when that's taken away from you um it can hit you very hard which it did for us um but what came out of it was this wonderful album great music uh and we're very excited about it
0: yeah it's brilliant and it is full of positivity and does have an uplifting feel we asked this question a lot probably but if you could choose your favorite track on the album today which one would you choose
1: any of my ones (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know i mean a good thing about most of the albums to be honest with heap is they cover a nice spectrum of music it's not necessarily one dimensional now you've got your your ballady ones your proggy ones your sing along ones the uh, hard hitting ones lively ones so there's a bit of everything for everyone depending on what mood uh, they're going to be in to put the track on connect with the lyrics and the music but for me i mean obviously uh, you know i have to pick my my ones because i'm very proud and uh, i'm very happy with them i love you'll never be alone um, simply because you can shut your eyes, vision the um, this the, the the dream magical story of the child, and the music enhances that and takes you on a nice uh, journey. And I love uh, how the sunrise because of the chorus. So you know, um, say me tonight again. You know that Davy wrote. Uh, nice, upbeat, fast track, um, you know, before you know where you are, if you're driving in your car, you're at 30 mile an hour, you get to the second chorus, you hit at 60 mile an hour. That's <laughs> one of them. But um, I don't know, you know, they've all got something to offer um, in their own way, and I think it's great for the listener to have a bit of a connection with each song for different reasons. I think that's the beauty of it excellent what about yourself, what about yourself?
0: Well, we... close, closer to your dreams is mine Dreams, right okay the uh yeah. easy living kind of feel yeah man i love it <laughs> brilliant okay so you're going to be hitting the road 50 years of uriah heat in the autumn but there's no uk dates
1: yeah <clears throat> no nothing yet no <clears throat> because of the 50th anniversary we just covered quite a lot of europe taking a bit of time off um get the uh, festivals out of the way and then then hit everybody with the uh, the album tour, yeah. Excellent.
0: And, of course, you've worked with some amazing artists, ranging from Lonnie Donegan to Tony Oyomi and more. Yeah, quite yeah. a vast, vast um, contrast, really, isn't it? Yeah, man. But what would you say has been your career highlight if you just <clears throat> touched one out of the sky? The,
1: the, the good thing about playing with all these fantastic people was I was able to draw so much experience out of them all for different reasons the way in which i have to play music with lonnie donagan or alan price from the animals zoop money and all that lot that old school r b skiffle type stuff is completely different to playing say with tony iomi which is dirty metal riffs which yeah. is different game to when i did five star stuff which is all poppy and straight ahead drumming um and chris barber's old school trad jazz in new orleans uh, second line drumming so all these great people that i played with i, I can interfuse everything uh, that i play on the drums and add little nuances which makes me a different drummer and hopefully gives them something nicer rhythmically um and i thank them all for it because all it's done is built up my repertoire of um playing
0: absolutely so when you were a five star we tempted just to go full out drum beast
1: well, <laughs> I had to play what was written back then. You yeah, know, what was it? 85, I think. Um, you know, it was a written score by the MD, and I actually literally played the uh, the written, the written um, drum part, which, you know, I don't mind. As a session player, you shut up, zip up, do your job, get paid and go, which is fine. But sometimes it's nice to um, be a bit creative. You know, now because I've got obviously a much bigger name, um through Uriah Heap and various other things. People ask me to play on the record. They can't wait for my ideas. And that's really nice because it's it's it, being a drummer, I've got a zillion ideas when people give me some um music to play on. And I love being creative. I love bringing out uh some of the African drumming that I've studied uh, um and some Latin drumming or um or whatever it might be because of what we just spoke about with the um all the um famous artists that i played with um it gives me a great chance to be very creative with people's music which is obviously what i prefer to do but with the five star i had to play what was written
0: so can you tell us then the most outrageous thing you've ever done in the name of rock and roll
1: me, the most outrageous thing flipping heck i tripped over the all the cables and everything trying to get on stage with adam price i tripped over all the cables behind and uh I didn't hurt myself, but it was a big, loud bang. Uh, before I got on stage, I was a bit late uh, with my entrance. Um, the rock and roll things, I mean, uh, there are probably a few that are probably not worthy of putting on here, but um, um, I don't really know, really. Um, it's all the usual, you know, get too drunk some nights and a bit crazy. Um, I did a session once for a band called uh, the gods which was gentlemen of a distorted sound uh it didn't quite get anywhere but they had a great producer and it was a good um a good laugh and the producer i can't remember his name now uh dennis charles i think he um had this little trick because one of the songs was quite in your face punky rock um and he couldn't quite get the attitude so he said right that's it we'll come back fresh and do it tomorrow let's go down the pub i i, I think we all need to get pissed tonight so he went down the pub and he was buying us all drinks, got pissed, said, Right, in the studio, we're in the studio, we're gonna do that track. And that's how, uh, one of the tricks in the trade, that's how we got out the vibe and the attitude for that particular track. Awesome. And there's all these things that get on that actually go on in the studio from producers to try and get either the um the vibe right from the guys playing or a particular emotion or a particular way in which attitude that they want and they'll pick all kinds of little tricks to try and claw it out of them but um outrageous things I'm afraid I can't really bring any that's um you know worthy I'm afraid <laughs>
0: <laughs> no worries so going back to the album would it be releasing any more tracks as singles
1: <laughs> my track one of my tracks um uh, with uh, I co-wrote with Simon um a hurricane hurricane gets released on the 25th on wednesday oh brilliant so that's the second yeah. thing which i'm thrilled about and um obviously you know hurricane because you've heard the album yes <laughs> um, and i'm thrilled about that because that's really getting a lot of uh interest a lot of reviewers and a lot of people in the record company and the producer they all raving about that track so um, I'm, I'm quite sort of excited about it what would you like russell gilbrook's legacy to be in rock and roll history <laughs> um just as an ind the hardest thing to be in the music business is an individual because there's thousands and thousands and thousands of uh, of people in the business you know and a lot of them are really really good as well and so, like anything, when there's thousands and thousands, it's very hard to be individual. But I hope that my playing isn't like, well, he sounds like John Bonham or he sounds like Cozy Powell or he sounds like Buddy, but whatever. I don't want to be a so... I want a, people to say, oh, it's a bit of so-and-so him, it's a bit of so-and-so him, but he's his own person. He's got his own groove, his own way of playing. um And, you know, that would be nice to be noted for my own individualism as well as some of the songwriting now i'm doing the songwriting um but also that i'm passionate 100 and i always gave it my all and i always give time to my fans as well
0: that's brilliant so
1: finally it's five questions either
0: or ivas the first one is festival or small intimate gig
1: oh blimey now come on <laughs> They, they both give them fantastic reasons don't they i would go for small intimate gig final or
0: digital final
1: yeah.
0: are you a saint or a sinner definitely a sinner <laughs> beer or fish and chips beer or fish and chips yeah beer or fish and chips fish and chips yeah, okay and the final one boris johnson or
1: kermit the frog <laughs> a kermit the frog of course
0: Brilliant. I want to thank you so much for your time. Do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers
1: and listeners? No, I'd like to thank you very much, Sebastian, for Metal Gods for the interview. It's always nice to do an interview. And to everyone else out there, really enjoy Cars and Colour. Don't be afraid to give the positives and the negatives. We take it on board for the next writing stage. But I hope you really enjoy the album and look forward to seeing you all on tour. Bye.